0: Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me as always are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson. And gentlemen, a new season. Is finally upon us. Media day was today. Training camp starts tomorrow. Today preseason's right around the corner. I mean, it's uh, the 23 regular season is is approaching quickly. Uh, let's talk for a very quick second about media day because that was that was today. Barkov is hot. Barkov is so hot. He's jacked, man. I I don't know what he spent his summer doing in Finland, but there are pictures of him crossing his arms from today and he's been putting in
1: the work. <laughs> yeah, Barkov is not the, the scrawny kid that he was at 18 when he uh, originally was drafted by the Panthers. He looks every bit of someone who's making $10 million AAV and, and wants to earn that money. Matthew Kachuk, also very hot. Uh,
2: oh, absolutely. I are the, are the Panthers the
0: most physically attractive team in the league? Now, I think this is a conversation <laughs> that needs to be had. I mean, between Barkov and Kachuk and Duclair and Ekblad and Forsling, I mean, like, come on, who can beat that? Lundqvist retired. I guess Sagan's still around. Good Branson. As much as we don't like him, we have to admit. Oh, he's definitely
2: a dreamboat. Absolutely. He's he's a pretty man. I mean,
0: later. eh, Fuck him. He's he's not a Panther anymore. Fuck him. Uh (laughs) That's what you want to do. I can tell. Yeah. I will say though, the first like photo series of Jonathan Huberto as a flame came out recently, also. And I do think that there were a bit of rose-colored glasses in how we viewed his physical attractiveness when he was on the team. Because I saw a few of those pictures pictures and I was like, like, no, he's he's really not that good looking. Like
2: honestly, but- I was thinking that about Barkov when you were saying it. Sorry.
1: Well, you, you can also see it Shut on up. you can also see it on Huberto's face. It's like I'm getting paid 10 and a half AAV to be here. I'm getting paid 10 and a half AAV to be here. So yeah, I, like, I, I
0: do think that we, that the conversation does need to be had about whether or not the Panthers are now the most physically attractive team in the NHL.
2: I'm not prepared to have it.
0: I didn't do any research about this. I don't have any, I have that's, no. That's just my takeaway from media day. We don't have to have the conversation right now, but that is in, my takeaway from media day.
2: In terms of guys, that are in the NHL that like you would want to be professional wrestler, like script writers. I think Matthew Kachuk has to be way up there. He takes like any opportunity to talk to the media or it feels like anybody at all as like an opportunity to get somebody over or to call somebody out or to just entertain the audience. Like the, I, I just love his personality. You rarely get to say that about a hockey player these days. And he's just like, He knows that he's an entertainer. He's embraced that. True.
1: Yeah, he absolutely has embraced all of it. (sighs) Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, Do we want to talk about any comments that stood out to you from media day today? Uh, The only one really is that
2: Ekblad said that he wants to play with Forsling because that isn't something you typically hear. Like, you know, if you had asked Ekblad about Forsling and asked me, like, what is he going to say? Is like, oh yeah, he's a great player, and I'm sure that if I played along with him, it would be great. But you know, the coach is going to make that decision. He he came out and said, "I
1: I hope I play with him." I mean, that's the pairing everyone expected. Yeah, after I the mean, trade was
0: made, think about what the alternatives are. Like, part of me thinks that Ekblad saying I want to play with Forsling was more a way of saying I don't
1: want to play with other defensemen. <laughs> Yeah, the other options are what? Lucas Carlson. Lucas Carl. Mark, sure
2: Mark Stahl? You sure?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I think uh Johnny Ludwig season is uh is coming. Is Ludwig on the training camp roster?
3: Yes. Yeah,
0: he's finally healthy. He spent almost you.
2: all of last year injured.
0: Eventually, we're going to have a Ludwig Eckblad pairing, and it's gonna be shades of Yalmerson and Keith.
1: We'll see. <laughs> um other other interesting comments that, uh, you know, we talked about Huberto and Uyghur one more time. Uh, both Ekblad and Barkov were asked about it. They gave the canned answers they're supposed to give. Uh, they clearly miss Ekblad and Hubie. I'm sorry. They clearly miss Weger and Hubie, but they're excited about Matthew Kachuk. And yeah. that's kind of what's expected. And, and the only reason I bring that up is because there's been a lot of talk about what Huberto and and Weger have been saying about how they think Calgary is a better team than the Panthers. That's what they're supposed to say.
2: Yeah. And Matthew Kutruk said he strongly disagreed. That's what he's supposed to say. And I mean, like I said, you know, he's never going to come out and say a negative thing about the Panthers because he's in a pro wrestler mode whenever he's talking to the media. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to say at this point, like all of those guys have gotten so much rehearsal into saying the right media trained thing to say about this whole situation, there's no chance you're going to get a candid comment or anything yeah. remotely interesting out of them unless, like, you catch them slipping, which is not going to happen in a press conference. It's, not, yeah. it's definitely like, not going to happen on I, media. I though.
0: saw a lot of people reacting to Matthew Kuchuk saying that he's never seen a player like Barkov before. Like, that's what he's going to say. People were like, oh, that's shade to Johnny Gaudreau and Elias Lindholm. No, it's not. It's no, what it's... he's supposed to say about his new captain.
1: Yeah, You're but... supposed to pump the tires of your teammates. Mm-hmm. Especially when you
0: were just traded to that team. Mm-hmm. However, I don't want to too
2: much be the police of how people interact with this stuff because it is fan service. That's true. So you know what? Like I said with the pro wrestling stuff, take it however you want, but it's definitely our feeling that like so much of this is just like to avoid controversy. It's the stuff that you should say, you know, media trained, NHL boys, not gonna ever say anything interesting, except for Matthew Kachuk. And he's now my new favorite player because he will try to actually entertain the fans and not just placate them.
1: Uh well, go ahead. It it is controversial because you're essentially saying, Hey, I'm I'm now in a better place than I was before. It's controversial to the place you used to be and made for your new audience, your new fan base, your new media market to eat up. That's why Hubro and Uyghur were saying, Oh yeah, of course, Calgary is better than the Panthers. And that's why Kachuk is saying, I disagree. And why he bark He's never seen a player like Barkov. Like we all know that's not true. Like Johnny control is one hell of a hockey player. Do I think Barkov is better? Absolutely. But you know, Kachuk's played in all-star games. Like, he played with McDavid in the All-Star game like that's just, true. <laughs> like the, these guys have all skated with the best players in the world like to say that, you know, Barkov like, no, Barkov's not the best player in the NHL. He's not the best player in the world. Like that's Connor McDavid and it's all fan service. Like stop treating it as any more than that. Like people just it's it's frustrating cuz like it's only controversial because people eat it up and make it controversial. Yeah, I think
2: that we're basically just recycling the same points. Yes. So let's uh, let's move on to training camp. Starting today, like I said, a lot of you may even see some of the lines by the time you hear this podcast. But what are you guys looking forward to in training camp? I know that things will change a lot by the time the season starts and you know by the time we get to game 15. But what are you excited to get a look at when training camp gets underway?
1: Does Eric Stahl have anything in the tank? Um, which, uh, which, who is, uh, not not that I expect anyone to be Car- Carter Verhage, but who is the Bilo uh, piece that they brought in this summer who proves he is much more than a low piece? It's Rudolph Balsers. I agree. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, whether it's Rudolph Balsers, whether it's Colin White, whether it's uh, is, is it's Nick Cousins, that's what they brought in? or Yeah, Nick yeah. Cousins. Nick Cousins, like one of these guys, like you need one of them to hit, especially because Duclair is out for the beginning, the first half of the season, like you, I, I think the three of us are in agreement that it's going to be Rudolph Balsers, but like, that's what I'm most excited about is which one of them, and we'll throw Eric Stahl in, because not that, we know Eric Stahl used to be a good hockey player, but like does he have anything left or is he just a guy that you're going to throw on your fourth line for leadership? Like you used Joe Thornton last year.
2: Yeah. I would say even like, even though they gave him a contract, does his brother have anything left? You know, I'm not so sure about that. And uh, in, in terms of like the buy low guy, I think that it's it's opportunity as much as it is actually capitalizing upon it. So I'm curious to see who's skating with Barkov when the season starts. Is it going to be Verhage, Barkov, Kachuk, Or are they going to do what made them go from, you know, below the playoff bubble to top team in the East? You know, do they split up their two best forwards? Like, and I know I'm tipping my hand by saying, by phrasing it that way, you know, I, I very much want to see Kachuk on a different line than Barkov. But you know, how do they view it? And, you know, maybe I'm wrong in that thinking that's the best way to go here. We'll have to see. Cause I do think that I do think that the Panthers made a statement by signing Colin White as early as they did and giving him the money that they did, which was not substantial money, but it was more than the league minimum. And they probably outbid somebody and they probably outbid somebody in terms of opportunity. My guess is that he was told that he would get an opportunity to play with a Barkov or a Bennett or maybe even a Kachuk. Maybe he was in the plans when that contract was signed. I don't know. But I'm anticipating that to be what happens, but I could be wrong. I sort of want to see day one if that's the approach that they're going to take.
0: Did you guys remember that the Panthers signed uh, Chris Tierney? Because I forgot about that. Completely but he sure is on the training camp roster. <laughs>
2: we they also signed Gerard Mayhew, which we never even talked yeah, about. But like, and he's played like forty five NHL games. But like, yeah, but you like know. Chris Tierney, like, his like
1: his his back is fucked up. Yeah, like he his trajectory is just. Like, <sighs> he he seemed like he uh, had his day in the sun, though he did. But like. That day in the sun is well past sunset. He's he's gonna be in Charlotte this year. He might be the captain of your Charlotte
2: Checkers. Most likely. No, that's Zach No, Riley Nash. Zach Delpy is the captain of the Charlotte Checkers. Oh, Delpy. Uh, yeah, if there, he's yeah. back, it'll
1: still be Delpy. But he's like back. Chris Chris Tierney is the guy you send to the you you sign and send to the AHL it's like, hey, we spent money on you to help you have a good season. Real quick, because
2: we mentioned it, uh, like 10 seconds on Riley Nash signing a two-year deal with the Checkers
0: rylan ash hates hockey
2: yeah pretty much i think that we can go with that you know experienced guy he seemed to always be on a playoff team after the trade deadline he played like six games with tampa last year so i guess that's a good guy to have in that room i'm surprised that he didn't get a two-way deal he signed an ahl deal straight up so yeah interesting but i you know you can't really complain about it especially because doesn't count
0: against the cap. For the record, I know I've said it before on the podcast. I've tweeted it a bunch of times. When I say Riley Nash hates hockey, there are very few players who have fewer events happen while they are on the ice. Riley Nash is one of the lowest event players in the entire NHL. He does everything in his power offensively and defensively to make sure nothing happens. That is why I say he hates hockey. All right, that was all I
2: wanted to spend on Riley Nash. But um, what were we even talking about? I guess the, the line... The
0: training camp roster. Yeah. I'm excited to see if Kai Schwintz got anything.
2: He has not had a particularly stellar OHL career, so I would not have high Nobody got a training
0: camp invite to an NHL team. Yeah, it's interesting
2: that they still invited him to training camp after they traded his brother. After
0: trading his older brother. Who?
2: I don't know, man. I That name doesn't even ring familiar to me.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, we all know the biggest stories. It's where are these new forwards going to slot in the lineup and yeah. what's going to be the second pairing on defense?
0: I know we've pumped the, the tires a lot on like Kachuk Barkov, but just to TJ's earlier point, Kachuk and Bennett uh, played together in Calgary. Yep. Two great success. Yes. They are phenomenal together.
2: I couldn't confirm what was going out there on Twitter because the with you without you stats are way harder to find these days, but it Natural confirms-
0: you
1: got to subscribe and we oh i have
0: subscribe. i I have that
2: oh, so you've looked them up and and they're good, so yes. that's good to know yes all right, so I have full confidence in that being able to work, and i mean are i I'm not really sure like should we just like rev up Bennett and let him loose with a couple of guys that make a million, you know, so. are we sure that's a good second line? Like we have no idea. I would, I wouldn't want to risk like a season of Barkov in his prime on if that'll work or not.
0: But you can I, still like essentially do Verhagi Barkov X to be filled in by Duclair when he gets back. Right. I, and I, then I, could Chuck Bennett X. Yeah. Which I, is I, what
2: I
1: want them to do. Go ahead, Alex. I, I think you should have three pairs that you go in to start the season with. Barkov or Hagee, Kachuk Bennett, Lundell, Reinhardt. And then you fill in the wingers from there and you rotate until you find something works. And if nothing works, then you try Kachuk for Hagee, Barkov. Yeah. And you can always go to
2: that in need to score situations in third periods.
1: Right. You can, and they probably will. I'm just saying like, you know, you have, well, you're assuming Kachuk Bennett will work as a Panther. I know we have the sample size from Calgary, but I'm just saying like, we already know we have two pairs that work in Lindell, Reinhardt, Barkov, or Hagee. I think you don't mess with that chemistry and you fill from there. And like you mentioned earlier, TJ, what made the Panthers so devastating last year was their ability to beat you with four lives that could overwhelm you. And their best chance of doing that is to keep the pairs and hope that, you know, cousins uh, cousins balsers and colin white find slots uh, as the third winger as the third forward on each of those top three lines until duclair comes back until duclair comes back and takes his spot on the top line again
0: or if cousins or balsers or white proves that they're worth leaving i mean like if Verhage, barkov balsers just like pops off right then you go Man at Duclair.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you have the best second line in the league. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Leaf fans. I said what I said. I mean, what's the
2: Leafs second line? Like John Tavares, Tavares Nylander, and Kerfoot? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, Tavares
0: isn't Is Nylander good. not a top line wank? Does Nylander not play with Matthews? Who plays no, with Matthews? No, I, I think it's Marner Bunting, Matthews. Bunting, oh, right. Marner, and, and right. Matthews. Future Panthers. Okay, Austin so Neilander Tavares is a very good second line. Do you take Neilander Tavares or do you take Kachuk Bennett? I take Kachuk
2: Bennett. Like that's good. <sighs> they have the elite player. There's no elite players in that Leaf
1: line. Uh, Nealander's pretty. John good, Tavares. Right? John Tavares is not the player he used to be, but he is still very good. But neither of them are close to Kachuk.
0: <sighs> See so how I, does I w- this
1: affect the Leafs? Yeah, I, good point. I, w- I would rank it to Chuck Nealander Tavares Bennett. I, I, I don't disagree, above Tabaris,
2: but uh, give, give me the best player.
1: Yep. Fair enough. Moving on. Who cares about the Leafs? Fuck them. Uh,
2: nothing interesting. goaltending wise. We know it's going to be Bob. We know it's going to be night. Uh, PTO to the legends, J.F. Barube, John Francois Berube, Berube yeah. formerly of the Blue Jackets, who was fine last year in the NHL, played six Formally games. Formerly the Blackhawks,
0: I believe, also.
2: Yeah, he was with the Blackhawks for a while, but last year he was with the Jackets, was with the Islanders for a little bit. I think Uh, he played for
0: the Ducks at some point also.
2: Yeah, but like uh, Alex Lyon is not. I lied about that. Alex Lyon is the one that signed to a contract. Uh, Matt Guzda, who we'll talk about a little bit later, uh, is also going to play in the AHL probably. Uh, Evan Fitzpatrick is going to play in the ECHL. He's at camp. So uh, J.F. Berube going to get some reps unless he... Starts to look like Koshik in the late 90s. I really doubt he's going to be a Panther for very long, but uh, hopefully he'll come into camp and give a good good account of himself because then that will make everybody else better. And who doesn't like that sort of thing happening? Uh, in, In terms of other fringe guys at training camp, is there anybody that you guys are looking at with particular interest?
1: Well, real quick, if you're wondering what happened to Andrew Hammond, also known as the Hamburglar, He decided to sign a guaranteed contract in the KHL. That's why he's not with the Panthers.
2: Yeah, the funny thing is that none of that money is guaranteed because it's rubles and uh, the Russian economy, et cetera, et cetera. Not to be political, but no, you're you're not wrong.
1: But but yeah, he he left. He basically asked out of his Panthers PTO to take a guaranteed. I didn't realize that
0: Hammond was on a PTO with the Panthers. Yeah, because that was
2: so
1: long ago. When? So much when did that happen? It happened in like August. Like, yeah, like early August. I totally missed that. Yeah, I think did that it, happen it, while I was on one of your many ways? Attending a bachelor like, party? Maybe, I, maybe. Either way, like didn't make for, very much waves. For Ruby Hammond, like at best they do enough to get an AHL. At best they do enough to get an AHL deal, and Goose they decide Goose is not ready for the AHL, so whatever. It's unlikely we see them
0: to answer your question tj there's there's a player that none of us have mentioned so far who could very potentially slot into the top six even though you asked if there are any other fringe guys uh that we want to talk about Grigory denisenko still around is amazing is a, he's a player that he's exists back he's back and could reasonably slot into the top six
1: mm-hmm. i mean so they're gonna give him every opportunity they well,
2: I don't know about that. Denis Senko is a curious case because, you know, he's got all of the prospect pedigree. He had a couple of good world junior tournaments in a row. He was fine in the AHL last year. Like, for some reason, they decided to taxi squad him instead of just sending him to the AHL full time. But when he was in the AHL, he was good. And then last year, he was not very good in the AHL. Then he got hurt. So he missed uh, a big chunk of the year. So he's, he's returning from injury at the same time that he's trying to find his footing in the NHL. And there just hasn't been a lot to suggest that like this is a guy that's ready for the NHL opportunity. It, it's just... They have to give him an opportunity but to succeed. But like, they don't. No. They don't because like... they have Colin White. They have balls. If you, if you don't cousins. give Denisenko
0: an opportunity to succeed this year, you are admitting failure on the draft pick. Okay,
2: well, they, they will do that rather than give themselves less of a chance to win games because like, despite the fact they just traded away Huberto and Weger, they're still trying to win. They don't have a first-round pick. It is not time to develop the young guys.
1: It's, there's a difference between trying to develop the young guys and saying, hey, we're good enough where we can give a talented young guy an opportunity, hoping he takes advantage of it, because the most talented in terms of pedigree of all those players is Grigori Denisenko. Like, the best opportunity to have your Carter Verhage of the 2022-2023 season is Grigory Denisenko. So you have, like, and they can afford to take that risk because they have so much talent, like whether it's on the first line with Barkov or on the third line, like you can put Grigory Denisenko out there and have, you know, maybe he's not the right answer for 10 games or whatever, but there's enough else on the roster that it shouldn't really cost you much in the standings.
2: I don't know. I mean, there's a guy that's got 224 NHL games of experience, a 40 point season under his belt. That's only 25 years old, and Colin White. You have Balsers, who's had a number of really good AHL seasons. This is, like, all oh, way more than De- Denisenko's ever done. He, he like, like I said, good World Juniors tournaments, but those are, t- like, 10-game stretches. The AHL right. season that he had a couple of years ago that I thought was good, that was, like, 15 total games. He has not put together a full season where you're like, that is a good body of work. You're not wrong at any level. So like, look, I will be the first one to cop up to the fact that like I'm lower on this player than everybody else seems to be. And also like this is not me being an antagonist of his, because if he's way better than I think he is, that's only good for the Panthers. So this is not me rooting against Grigory Denisenko, but my expectations for him are super low for a lot of the reasons that I've stated so far. And I, and I frankly don't think that he's going to play in the NHL this year for very much, like maybe 10 games because of injuries.
0: I would just – I'd be surprised if you didn't see him get reps with top six talent during training camp.
1: Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I think you even see it to begin the season because that's your best chance of having an impact player that you didn't have last year. I agree. I'm i not saying I disagree with you, TJ, in the fact that he hasn't shown anything yet and he looks like he's not going to work out as a first-round pick, but you still have to try and you can afford to take that risk.
0: Weird. I wonder if there was a particular Panthers podcast that was not super thrilled about his draft pick in the first place. <laughs> bygones are bygones. Can you, guys, can you guys think of anyone? Can you guys think of anyone who who wasn't thrilled with the Denisenko pick when well, it happened?
1: I'm gonna guess it was YouTube. I mean, I it was. That. Good job, Hi, Alex. Thanks I wasn't for around then. I'll be honest. I <laughs> liked the pick, but I also don't. Oh, we did not. Near, I wanted Joe Valeno, which, went. like,
0: whatever. I was probably wrong. I was a, a big anyway. fan of Ty Smith. You wanted Ty Smith. You wanted Ty Smith real bad.
2: Yeah, that that may not have worked out either. Though I think that he's going to be really good with the Penguins. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I- like I said, I, I, I like to pick only because people said like he had NHL quality traits and that's all I wanted from the draft pick. I was so sick of the Panthers taking like the mediocre talent that had like no real ceiling because they had heart. And I was just like, all right, hey, you took a guy who had quantifiable oh. NHL talent in certain areas and needed to fix other players. I was like, all right, hey, we finally took a swing. It wasn't another... Uh, What's his name that's now on the Coyotes? His name on the Lawson program. Krause. Yeah, it's not Lawson Krause. That's what I was happy about. It wasn't Lawson Krause. Like, that's, that's all I ever rail against when it comes to the draft is do not take the Lawson Krauses, the guys where you know you'll get an NHLer, but if he's more than a third-liner. That
0: was the Keandre Miller draft. I, I, I thought the Keandre Miller, the,
2: the Rangers traded up, and at the time I was like, that's an awful trade. And I still think that it was a bad trade, but they they lucked out because Miller's real nice. Real, Miller's a nice player.
1: Thirty seconds or less. What do you guys think of uh, them trading Nils Lundqvist to the Stars for a first round pick, a, a lottery protected first round pick? Whatever. It's <laughs> it's less of an overpay than people are saying, but like big
2: risk for the Stars.
1: Yeah, I I thought I thought the Rangers did great there. They got a guy. They they got a a. An after the after tenth overall pick for a guy who wasn't working out for them. Good job. If yeah. you could if you could get that for Grigory Denisenko right now, I would take it in Oh, after. all day oh, long. Totally. Yeah. Right. But that's what they, I'm saying. They turned their Gregory Denisenko into a top 10 protected first round pick out of yeah. done. Like that's good, that's very good business by Chris Jury.
0: Yep. Yep. That was also the Rasmus Kupari draft. And Dominic Bach. Has, Whatever happened to how, him.
2: Has either of those guys done anything? I don't think so. Kupari's Kupari's, in the NHL. Yeah, he's playing a little bit.
0: I Uh, haven't heard anything from Dominic Bach.
2: Probably because he hasn't done anything. I don't know. Uh, Kupari has 14 points. Kupari had 18
0: points in 57 games for the Kings last season, which isn't bad for his age.
2: Yeah, hopefully he becomes a little bit uh, better than
0: that. uh, I'm high on the Kings. Let's. Uh, Who did Kupari play with? Kupari played with a. Happanyami and it uh, was it was in the Liga. Liga. Yeah. Speaking Heppini, of Happanyami, I was going to say, good transition. There's another fringe player that's in a put up or shut up position. Yeah, he's really got like a. Denisenko. He's
2: not going to play in the NHL to start the season, no. so he's really got to truck the AHL.
0: He's got to be, be much more confident in Denisenko starting the season in the NHL than Happanyami.
1: He's got to be point per game at least. But speaking of Hepone Yemi, I think it's time, guys. For what? Yari Kekalainen.
3: Oh. oh. Um,
1: Rest in our peace,
3: Finnish friend.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, for those who are, you are confused, without any fanfare, the Winnipeg Jets announced today that they Yari Kekalinen had joined their hockey operations staff.
0: Which was the first we had heard that Yari Kekalainen was no longer a part of the Panthers' scouting staff.
2: Welcome yeah. to the outside of the Bill Zito Shroud of
0: Darkness.
1: Yeah. Uh, just, just to recap who Yari Kekalainen was.
0: Every Finn in, on the Panthers.
1: Well, <laughs> even before that, just like his title, <laughs> he was the head European scout of, for the Florida Panthers. The head. The number one guy. Everyone that scouted Europe reported to him. He ran the 2020 draft for the Panthers while Bill Zito was getting acclimated. Who did the Panthers take in the first round in 2020, guys? Anton Lundell. Yeah, he was, uh, like Jacob mentioned, instrumental in drafting Anton Lundell. He pounded the table for a guy named Sasha Barkov. Pounded the table? Heard. He put his job on the line. Yeah. He, the story would, goes. and He would I, have I, left I've,
2: the Panthers
0: far we, earlier. Yeah, yes. we've talked about this, this story a couple of times on here, but the story goes that Dale Talon wanted to draft Jonathan Duran. And Yari Kekalainen was basically like, if you value my opinion at all,
3: take Sasha Barkov or I quit. And it was enough to get Talon to take Barkov. You,
2: you love it when stuff like that happens. I remember uh, a similar anecdote was that Tyler Dello left his job I believe it was with the Oilers because they made Hall for Larson. Smart man. <laughs> now, that's a name I have not heard in a very, very long time. Oh,
0: that's a name I have not heard in a long time. I tweeted out that gif earlier today because someone signed Nikita Soshnikov.
2: Who, like, I, it's been so long, I don't even remember who
1: that is.
0: He played for the Leafs for a while, uh, okay. and then he played for the Blues. Gotcha.
1: Uh, sure. la- last thing on Kekalainen in terms of things he did, he apparently was the one who wanted uh, a 2 thrown into the Vincent Trocek trade. Like so, I said, every Finn. Yeah. That
2: includes Henrik Borgström. By the way, he was a big proponent of Borgström, which yeah, like, for a was... while was to his credit. And I, I don't really think you could say it's to his detriment because a lot of that stuff was not really stuff that Kekalina could have foreseen like it was yeah maturity issues and the like but
0: right i don't know how much of that is media control over the story but yeah kekalainen can't do much when borgstrom decides to be a diva about his playing time i
2: mean like it's also what we heard so i don't know how much of it is media control
3: you know before the shroud of darkness
1: For, for a substantial amount of time Henrik Borgstrom was one of the top 20 Prospects in the NHL the guy that Anytime the Panthers were involved in a, Were rumored to be in a trade for a substantial Player that's true that that was The guy they wanted from the Panthers Like Brian McDonough is not a Florida Panther because the talent wouldn't give Up Henrik Borgstrom like That's just who he was, you know. That's who he was so I Don't fault anyone I don't fault Kekalainen For the pick I don't fault Cam and Josh Vick, who were also big on Borgstrom you know <laughs> that's it didn't work out because Warstrom is soft and I and, mean you still got to use him to
2: dump Brett Connolly's contract which I'll take a few seconds to acknowledge my L and thinking that was a good deal and that it, it like it, he would eventually turn it around because he's not
0: even in the NHL still stand by it because his first few months like the, the first half season that he was a Panther he crushed it yeah he did I don't know what the hell happened the
1: drop-off was very cocaine's stressful. a hell of a drug
0: yeah his his team photos sure did look interesting
2: yeah i i think that there there might be a tell all that that's a completely reckless
1: speculation but when a guy is 27 years old and looks like he's 50 he's living hard like he's not going to bed at 10 o'clock drinking milk
0: (laughs) no i apologize for being very distracted during this podcast i found a white
1: hair on my arm Oh, oh wow! Guys, look at my beard. It's bad. Like the amount of white. hair Look at the
0: side of my head.
1: Look at my hairline. <laughs> look,
0: look at it. It's it's deteriorating. Yeah. Can, can, oh, can, can, my hairline is still fantastic. I still have a yeah. very full head of thick hair. And we get sponsored no, by. That's, so, that's not white.
2: what we mean, Jake. Like, I got. I still got the receding hairline, though. It's full of hair.
0: Oh my! My hairline is not receding. It's I'm not. Starting, no, you look fantastic. I'm, I'm just starting to gray what are you, pretty what are significantly you on the sides. For? You're amazing, just the way thinning. you are,
1: Jake. Thank you. Like we we, we need to get sponsored. I just did not think I would fast. find white hair
0: on my arm.
2: Yeah, like uh, for hymns or roman or whatever or we keeps zaps, yeah because, one of them we need we yeah need keeps, one of them sponsor, exactly please. like they're they're in our target demographic you two now, you two
0: have fun with the hair restoration sponsorships uh i'll just chill over here with my naturally full head of hair just for
1: men yeah um but back back on yari kekalainen it's <laughs> it's shocking but, like, t- tell me you're not shocked right now when that no, came I'm, through. No, I'm completely yeah, I was, stunned. but I like, it, so surprised. It it's, came out of nowhere. It's very
2: difficult because, like I said, Shroud of Darkness. Like, we don't know what the heck happened. Like, this is the first that we've heard that he's no longer with the Panthers. He was at the draft. Nobody said that he had left the Panthers. Like, Like, how are we supposed to react to this? Like, we have no idea what happened.
1: I mean the only thing we can assume is that the same thing that happened to Cam and Josh is that his contract was up. Uh-huh. Bill Zito said, "Thanks for everything. We're going to go we're going to go in a different direction." That way he didn't technically fire Yari. He doesn't have to make a press release saying, "Hey, we, you know, release, really, you know, we, we fired this guy. It's just contract was up. He left." That's it. No You know, like no Bill Zito,
2: like everything that he's done has turned out well. But the process is a little bit weird at times, you know, like bringing in Paul Fenton, bringing in Rick Dudley, you know, yeah, the Ben Chirot thing didn't work, but like, you know, Paul Maurice, we all questioned, man, like it's, it's real interesting. I don't know. Is it just that like while he was getting his sea legs that a few of the smart guys in the organization started to get more say and things started to get Better run for that reason. I mean, we all like the Kachuk trade. We think that Bill Zito and anybody that he brought in was responsible for that.
1: Yeah, well, there's no one else. I mean, he he clean
2: like I don't think there's anyone left. I mean, there's some people left, but like,
1: it's Luongo.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, in terms of hockey ops people, yeah. I mean, like Braden Birch. I think he was brought in
1: more recently. Braden Birch has been around a while. Like, he was an intern for a while. I think I actually went to a hockey camp with him like 20 years ago. (laughs) I I sort of got it. Um, by the way,
0: you two can grow way better beards than I can for what that's worth.
1: Yes, but like, you know, (laughs) okay, I'm done talking about hair, but Zito, like, this offseason, he put his statue on the line, like, he got. He got rid of Kekeleini. He, he put a statue well, on line. But, like, let's be honest. Like, we, we've we all been like, you know, hey, Zito can do no wrong. He's great. He's the best. No, that went out the door with the Chirot trade. Uh, fair. But I'm just saying, like, if it doesn't work, if it does you know, if we're looking back two, three years from now when the Panthers are back to being a bubble team that has cap issues, we're going to look to this offseason and say, like, what were you doing well not well this offseason and last deadline saying like zito what were you doing you traded all the picks you traded you know you traded Hoover, you traded weaker like this is you have this is hired Paul Maurice right
0: I could not disagree with you more
1: you think I'm not saying it's up next
0: offseason is the make or break okay next offseason the Panthers have 18 million dollars in cap space Hornquist is off the he books. He traded
2: He traded Uyghur for and Huberto for Kachuk this offseason. I don't think anything as substantial is going to right. happen. Right, instead of
0: extending them.
2: Look, I agree okay. with you, but like
0: so you know. many things come off the books after this season. Next season is when Zito will have real money to play with.
3: It's yeah, okay. too bad next season is what,
0: next offseason is when
1: we're going to see
0: what Bill Zito
1: is really made of. Either way, he had a team that was number one in the NHL, and all he had to do was keep the ship going in the same direction, and instead, he blew it up. So,
3: I don't know if I would say
1: he blew it up. Okay, he didn't blow it up because it's not a reboot.
2: The trajectory that we all expected was changed. Can we all agree on that? Yeah, it
1: was changed because Matthew Kachuk became available. Right. But it's still, we like, we think it's all the right move, but like, we still don't know. It could not work. Matthew Kuchuk could go back to being the 60, 70 point player, not the hundred point player. Like we knew that Bark, we knew that Huberto was going to be a 80 plus point player for the next three to four years. That was a safe assumption. We knew Mackenzie Weger for the next two or three years was going to be a rock solid top pairing defenseman. We knew these things, and we just said we cash those in for Kachuk, who I agree is going to be an 80-plus point player for the next eight years for the Panthers, but it's still a gamble. When you change this much, you're gambling. And when last offseason you get rid of Cam and Josh, we don't get rid of but you let them go to Columbus, who was responsible for Carter Verhege, and then this year you let go of Yari Kekalainen, who was responsible for Sasha Barkov, Anton Lindell, Itulus Oryanen, like bold, bold moves that put your tenure on the line.
2: I think that we've, we've found some common ground there so we can move on. Uh, I want to talk about the rookie tournament that the Panthers just did in rally or nearby rally uh, for a little bit. It was, it was pretty interesting how it went down. A couple of blowout wins started it off. They beat the Carolina Prospects 6-1. to one. Matt Guzda looked really good in this. Every 2022 draftee that they had in the game scored a goal. Merrick Alshare scored a goal. Uh, Sandus Manis, that's his name, right? He scored a goal. The Josh Davies scored a goal. Uh, who was the other guy that they took uh, from the CHL around then? Because he also scored... Jansen wasn't there and Divine wasn't there, but the rest of them scored.
0: Sad that Divine wasn't. Yeah, there. he
2: wasn't there because he's in uh, he's at Denver, so uh, their season will be getting underway shortly as well. But you know he's got to go to school and stuff. Uh, so any of the NCAA guys aren't going to be at training camp either. They weren't at the rookie showcase, which is sad because like him. Matt Benning and Mackie Samuskevich—that's three of Florida's best prospects right there. Maybe three of the top five. Uh, we did get to see guys like Evan Naus. We got to see Justin Sortif, who you know was pretty active. Didn't really get on the score sheet a lot in this tournament, but you know his presence was felt. You could hear the commentators talking about him a lot. Four-one uh, win over the Tampa prospects. Again, Guzda had a great game, and then. 6-1 loss to the Nashville prospects in which Guzda gave up most of those goals. I mean, it, it mostly came at the end of the game. You could say that, you know, they, they gave a lot to get those first two wins and, you know, what does the score end up really meaning, you know, it's, it's just about how you look. And there was a, a guy that got a, a contract out of it who I should probably remember his name, but I don't.
1: It's like something Jillies or Giles or something. Yeah. Like that.
2: Yeah. Patrick Giles, I think it was.
1: Patrick Giles. I, uh, it's all, probably Gillies. Whatever. All I know is he's six foot five, 200 pounds, but because he was undrafted. Oh, actually, it might like be him. Giles. Yeah,
0: only one L and only one I.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's got the prototypical size you want to see for a power forward in the NHL, but that's all I know.
0: Free Mason Marshman replacement.
1: Yeah, he had uh, like three or four goals in
2: the three games and uh, was sure. just – throwing himself around. So, you know what? Great. Like, uh, you know, setting the tone for the rest of the guys uh, going to get an opportunity at the AHL level. Late bloomer. Wasn't great in the NCAA until his senior year. Uh, what do you really have to lose by giving a guy like that a shot in the AHL? You know, whatever, like he's playing instead of like some journeyman who would be in the ECHL otherwise, you know, a 30 year old guy, something like that.
0: Hmm. Uh, a lackluster junior hockey performance, followed by a whole bunch of time in the minors, that ended up making a successful NHL player for someone who's about six foot five and 210 pounds. That sounds awfully familiar. Mm. But this time he's American. It's Mason Marchman. Mm-hmm. And Patrick- also, Patrick Giles is the new Mason Marchman.
2: You know, honestly, so thinking, be Zach Hyman.
1: I'm thinking this whole time that uh, Zach
0: Hyman's not that big.
1: Yeah, but he is also a late round draft pick who didn't do shit. His first yeah, but he's not that college. big. I know, but um, just just go with it, damn it.
0: No, I'm trying to draw specific parallels to one player, the signing of whom may actually screw over the stars long term.
1: But that's for another episode.
0: I think it'll work because
2: I think he's a great player, but you know if it doesn't You're it's also not it it's it's also not my fault if it doesn't work because i did it, it won't hurt me at all so you know what it's easy for me to say that all right so is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we get to the surprise
0: for the record alex and i also don't know what the surprise is this is something that tj has plotted on his own yeah let's do it
2: i told you guys to bring a pen and paper cuz we're all puck soup listeners, so we're gonna play a game and it's a game that they've played on puck soup. The game okay. is called Who He Play For. It's a very oh. simple game. I am going to bring up a player, and all you gotta do is write down on the sheet who he play for. Any I like
1: questions? I like this game.
2: Neither neither of you have any questions.
1: No, you just gotta know what team he played for. Assuming uh, it's it's a guy who changed teams this offseason, right?
2: All right. So I have a theme where I'm going to see how many of these that we feel like doing, Uh, but we're going to start with a theme one. And the theme is these are players that are former Panthers.
0: I could have guessed.
2: They are still in the league and they're all on one-way contracts. Now I've excluded some of the ones that are going to be super obvious. Like we're not doing Huberto and Weaker. We know they're in Calgary. We're not doing Giroux. We know he's in Ottawa. We're not doing Marchment. We know he's in Dallas. Tippett's in Philly. Dreger and McCann are in Seattle. Marchessault and Smith are in Vegas. TJ um, is brewing. But uh, the rest of these guys,
3: gonna and be I've got 24
2: guys. names written down. Oh, former geez. Panthers still in the NHL that are on one-way contracts.
1: Oh, God. Let's do this.
2: All right. You got 15 seconds for each player. And I'm just gonna go in order of obscurity. You guys ready for the first one?
4: I'm ready. Probably I got 15
2: not. seconds from when I finish reading his name. His name is Ben Sherrat, who he play for. Oh, I know this one. Ben Charat.
1: Fuck. Done. I am still shocked that this GM signed. Oh, right. Deal. Okay, Three I give that Jake. one. Keep it 10 seconds to make this thing faster for the podcast. All
2: All right. right. Ben Sherratt, who he play for
0: Detroit,
1: Detroit.
2: Both of you are correct. Ben Sherratt plays for the Detroit Red Wings.
0: And Alex, I I remembered it before you said anything for what it's worth. All right. I'm going to move it to 11 seconds in
2: honor of our fallen hero, Jonathan Huberto. Number two. And like I said,
3: these are the least obscure ones, so it will get harder. Vincent Trocek, who he play for. Oh, Easy. Done. New York Rangers. New York Rangers.
2: All right. You both are two for two. Fantastic. So far, let's get it going with uh, maybe the first slightly challenging one. Uh, Mike
3: Hoffman, who he play for. Done. All right. Hold up your paper, guys. I don't remember. Montreal, correct. Alex
2: is correct. He plays for the Montreal oh, Canadiens. He is still I, there.
0: I did know that then. We should right. do
1: this whoever calls in first to keep this going quicker.
2: No, I, no. I, I like the way it's going
0: so All
1: far. That's fine.
2: I want to see which of you guys know every single guy. The next one is Alex Wenberg, who he played for. Done. Done. All right. Turn your papers over. Seattle, Seattle. He is a Seattle Kraken. All right. So you guys are. You both have three. Alex has all four. Jacob missed just one. The next player is James Reimer. Who he play for?
3: Oh, I think I know. Done. And time. San
1: Jose Sharks.
3: Jake, let me see your paper.
2: He did not write down anybody. So Alex is perfect. Five for five. And Jacob is now three for five. I probably should have done this one earlier because I think you're both going to get it. Uh, Erica Branson, who he played for.
1: Oh yeah. Done.
2: Just hold up your paper when you're done. And you both are correct. He is a blue jacket of Columbus.
1: I still can't believe they think that helped them get good All
2: right. Jacob is four for six. Alex is a perfect six for six. Let's see if that continues. Michael Matheson, who he
3: play for.
4: Done.
2: You are both correct. He is a Montreal Canadian. I am surprised neither of you wrote down Pittsburgh.
0: I was very close to writing down uh,
2: Pittsburgh. He was <laughs> traded. For, uh, he was traded. Okay. I'm not sure how challenging this one will be. Let's try it.
3: Frank Vitrano, who he played for. Done.
1: Someone listed him as a breakout player for this year. Yep.
2: You both got it. He is a duck of Anaheim. Maybe not so mighty we'll have to see i had to Uh, think about that one the next player is the mighty dennis malgan who he play for
3: oh he's back in the nhl all
1: right i'm taking a guess here
3: let's read
2: alex like okay (laughs) no al jacob i'm sorry alex is correct he is back in toronto that's really?
1: Thought. Yeah, they, yeah, they signed him again.
0: I would have actually written down Toronto if I didn't think you were trying to trick us. No, well, he said they
1: were all one way contracts in the NHL. Yeah, and I was sorry. Like, and true. I could have. I I thought I had remembered like him signing back in Toronto.
2: Yep, that happens. He did sign back in Toronto. Wow, right, so let's we move officially on to the next. lost
1: the Marchment trade. We did.
2: Let's move on to the next. The next is Evgeny Didanov. I knew
0: for. that one was gonna fucking come and I totally like I've been racking my brain since the moment you announced what we were doing. For where is Dadinov? Where is Dadnov? Where I, is Dadinov?
1: I think I know this I, one. I do
0: not remember where he landed. All
2: right, Jake, you're not getting a guess unless you turn over your paper right now. Alex, who he play for? Montreal. That is correct. He is a Montreal really? Canadian.
0: Yes, he got traded to Montreal.
2: Oh, right. For the they fucking gave...
0: for Shea yeah. Weber.
2: Yeah. All right. Now we're in some pretty murky water. We'll see if you guys... Brandon Peary. Brandon Peary is not on a one-way contract. Imagine if he was. The next one is he was tripped. Somebody scored. Unbelievable.
3: It's Nolachari. Who he played for.
0: Oh, I know this. I think I do, too. I wrote down
1: Achari, not the team. Yep. all right turn louis. The
0: paper.
2: you both got it it's st louis i kind of gave you a hint because we talked about that tweet when
0: you, no the 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 hint had nothing to do with that for me all right when you said he was tripped and someone scored my first thought was trocheck again that so. was also unbelievable uh the next
3: player is dryden hunt who he play for i'm gonna go with the team he was on last year and pencils down, papers up, please. That is correct,
2: Alex. Incorrect, Jacob. Fuck! He's on the Rangers. Is Harlock in, uh, in Vancouver? Harlock is in Ottawa. I can tell you that because he is not coming up because he is not on a one-way deal. Hmm. Uh, somebody that is on a one-way deal who is coming up
3: now is the legendary Vinny Hinnestrosia, who he play for. Oh. I got no fucking clue. I Write something idea. down. Here, I'll, I'll tell you when to turn
2: over. All right, pencils All down. Right. Let's see him.
4: That's what I put.
2: You are both incorrect. He has stayed with his current or previous team. He is in Buffalo. All right. That's the first one that Alex missed.
0: We both said Chicago, by the way, because yes,
2: you, everybody, uh, I'm not yeah. sure if I, I think I'll put up this video cause I think it will be fun, but, uh, yeah, they both said Chicago. Vinny Hinnestroza is remaining in Buffalo. Uh, the next one is the Prius Mark Pezik, who he play for.
3: Oh, I'm ready. All right. And paper's over. Dallas is incorrect. Detroit is correct.
2: Alex, got it. Son of a bitch. Mark Pezik, unfortunately going to be missing a lot of the year uh, with a bad injury. He was in Dallas uh, after he played with the Panthers, but uh, just signed with the Red Wings. But, uh, it knows was Buffalo last year. Who knows when he'll be able to play. All right, the next player is Samuel Montembeau, who he played
3: for. Don't... All right, paper's up. Yeah, I should have had this one way earlier
2: because he is still in Montreal. All right, both of you guys got that one. Here's a real tester. Nick Bukestad, who he played for. I know this
4: one.
3: I wait, saw wait, their lineup wait, today.
2: Wait to show me the paper. All right, paper's up. Jake, sorry, that's incorrect. Alex is he, correct. He Ren,
1: is in
0: Arizona. Ren.
1: He is the fourth line center for the coyotes. How far when did be that happen
0: <laughs> this year? No, I refuse. I'm I don't even care. Like, I even if I look that up and it says that Nick Bugstad plays for Arizona, I will not believe it. All Nick right we are, plays we for the are Minnesota Wild. In, and I refuse to believe anything else.
1: He is are, so bad his hometown team doesn't even want him. We
2: are in, I will be surprised if you get these territory. These are the last eight, I believe. Uh, the first of those is Robert Hague, who he play for. I, know right I don't
1: fucking know. <laughs> I know this one.
2: Just Let's take see, a I've guess. Got, you got a, I've one, got a one in 32 chance. shot. Yeah, but don't write down Florida because that's wrong. I can tell you that. Mark. That's true. I've got a one you, in 31 shot. You right. want a hint? Hold no. it up. No, hold up your paper.
3: You got it! You got, you got it! it. Detroit! Cool.
0: Detroit. <laughs> he got I must have, like, Detroit! I must have actually known that and pulled that from the recesses of my mind. Because, you know like, why you
2: might have remembered that? Because I believe when Mark Pesic suffered that injury, yep. Robert Haig was the player they signed to replace him in yep. Detroit.
1: That's exactly okay, what happened. But
0: I didn't remember that Pesek signed in Detroit. So it's not like the timeline helps me. All right. Speaking of injuries. You already said Nick Bukestad. The next player is
2: Marcus Nudivara, who he play for. <sighs> Shit. Like I said, I'm just surprised if you, if you get one of these.
1: I have a guess and it's relatively educated.
3: All right. Pencils down. Papers up. Okay. Alex says Seattle.
2: Jake does not have a guess. You're both wrong. Obviously, Jacob is wrong because he's in the NHL. He is a shark. He is a San Jose shark.
0: I remember
1: I he went was out west, west coast. but I didn't I knew remember. it was west coast.
2: Alex said Seattle. I don't know if I mentioned that. The next player on the list is Dmitry Kulikov, who he played for.
0: Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no. I know this.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think Alex got it. Just write down a guess. Hold on. Don't, don't, yeah, don't show them.
0: I didn't see your paper. All right, let's see. I guess Detroit again.
1: <laughs> Detroit again. Close. It starts with a D. It is the Mighty Ducks.
2: That's right. Dmitry Kulikov is a Mighty Duck, joining Frank Vetrano. And also for the record, you Levy, who I was surprised to learn is on a two-way deal in which he only makes $170,000 in the AHL. How the Mighty have fallen. But not so mighty in this case because he wasn't very good. The next player
3: is uh, downtown, Josh Brown, who he played for. Oh, I know this. All right, don't show your paper until you I wouldn't say... do two ducks in a row. All
2: right, pencils down, papers up. Who Josh Brown play for?
3: Maybe you would, though. Close
0: close arizona. it's the arizona coyotes. that's correct that says arizona you can't tell
2: no
1: it says <laughs> atl or whatever. That says anaheim. Anaheim, yeah. it, no, it says
0: anaheim yeah no that says arizona
1: <laughs> did you did give you me bad. my points <laughs> uh, I, I only saw this because i saw the arizona coyotes roster today dom's doing his like worst of worst of first teams and arizona's oh, roster I'm is Alex. so bad i had
0: time to look at lineups today that's the only Fuck lineup you. i saw
2: Okay, I thought about straying for my original order, but you know what? I'm going to be true to it. The next player is Eric Halla, who he play for. Weed and boys.
0: I threw my pencil.
2: Jacob, you got a one in 31 shots.
0: Oh, I know this one too. I'm just uh, blanking. Eric Halla.
2: All right, I'll give you guys an extra five seconds. Four, three, two. I'm wrong and I know it. Papers up. Let's see. I'm wrong and I know it. Okay. Alex says Seattle. Jake says Boston. Jake is closer because he was a Boston Bruin for a little bit of time until he was traded to, does anybody remember now? He was traded to the New Jersey Devils. Eric Holla is a New Jersey Devil. Whatever.
1: I mean, for the record, I said St. Louis, not Seattle, but... You were wrong oh, sorry. I was reading yeah. your
2: previous one, but St. Louis is also wrong.
0: Yeah, All I, right. I, I, uh,
2: just for the, the record. All right, good fucking luck with the, re- the last three. I'd be Jeez. shocked if you get them. Uh, the first one of
3: those is Brady Keeper, who he played for. He's on a
1: one-way deal? Wait, yes. I actually do know this. I think. I, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm ready. All right, flip your papers, guys.
2: Uh, Jake says Vancouver. Alex says it's Vancouver. Not switching to your screen. You both got it. You both got it. After I said I'd be shocked if you did it, Brady keepers are cannot-
1: that's one of Canuck. That's one of my know.
0: more confident answers in this game too.
1: I, I, I knew that one because I knew I, – well, I educated guess because I remember he signed with Vancouver, which was close to home last year. He tore his knee up in training camp, and then I just figured they signed him again. because Yeah, he signed a
2: two-year deal last year, of which the second year was a one-way deal. Let's keep it going with Dominic Toninato. The penultimate name on the list is Dominic Toninato. Dom Toretto of the Fast and Furious. Done. Family. Family, baby. What family is Dominic Toninato a part of? Let's see. Hold up your papers. Colorado is Jacob's guess. I can't see your guess, Alex. What is it? Every
1: One team the in the really NHL. Guess.
2: What did you write down?
1: Every team in the NHL. All I right. put any, but not every.
2: I'm surprised that neither of you guessed this team because he was on this team. Uh he is a jet. When you're a jet, you're a jet. I thought he went back
0: to Colorado.
2: He did not. He is with the Jets.
0: Hold on. I'm fact-checking you.
2: So he was traded to Colorado for Jacob. Oh, so McDonald? fuck
0: you for saying he did not.
2: What do you mean he did not? What?
0: Wait, no, he so went back to Colorado.
2: Oh wait, no, he did not. Sorry,
0: he Whatever. did not go back to Colorado. Fuck this game.
2: Jacob McDonald <laughs> went back to Colorado. He's on a two-way deal, by the way. So otherwise, he would be. a But they of this both game. did. All right, the twenty-fourth and final name on the list before we wrap up this game of who he played for is Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman, who he played for of one
0: trick question he doesn't exist
2: and he is on a one-way deal
0: believe it or not i don't think i'm right but i know this is at least a team that he did play for all
2: right raise your paper okay edmonton is jacob's guess i wish i could switch over to your screen alex say something you're both wrong not that i'm surprised this was i thought the hardest one chris weidman is a Canadian de Montreal plays with
0: I love that we both get former teams though.
1: I Like been
0: played for Ottawa and Edmonton.
1: I had the pen ready to write Montreal and I changed to Ottawa cuz I could have sworn I'd seen him on an Ottawa roster but
3: well I got my ass
1: kicked.
2: <laughs> yeah, Alex is the winner. Let's tabulate the scores real quick cuz I wrote down the ones that you got, I think. And I think that Jacob hit pretty much exactly 500 either got 12 or 13 i can do strict counting later alex you only missed weidman Before, toninato Halla, hinestrosa Nudivara, and that's it you got the rest of them so i think you, you got 18 nice. so very well done i definitely would not have gotten that many
1: honestly i just have like this weird like <laughs> my memory is so weird Yeah. now
0: let's do pokemon base stats and we'll see what comes out on top important shit
1: like school and laws and stuff for my job like i gotta work hard to remember that shit but like uh, hockey stuff i hear once and it's like oh that's in my memory forever
2: all right this is a rapid fire one because i'm just gonna yell at the name pretty quickly after henrik borgstrom
0: chicago
1: no he's with washington 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 is correct that's right
2: riley shahan these are on two-way deals by the way
1: he's not real uh,
2: Riley Shane, Riley Shane
0: doesn't exist.
2: Buffalo Sabers, Michael Hutchinson, also doesn't exist. Toronto, he's in Vegas. Noah Juleson. not real. Toronto, turn on the VCR. He's in Vancouver. Uh, I said Levy. Do you remember? Like I would have gotten
0: that if I actually thought about it for a split second. <laughs> no, didn't you see Seattle? I don't. Remember. I said Levy. Do you guys remember?
1: No, I don't remember.
0: Jacob, nothing.
2: He's in Anaheim. Chase Prisky. I was
1: gonna say Prisky's in Buffalo. Buffalo, he signed with Buffalo today. Yep. Yep. He, he, he with Buffalo for asking Anthony yeah, he got from a
0: tweet. Uh, from uh, by the Blur. Expect the Buffalo to take care of him. Kevin Connaughton. Fucking back to Philadelphia. Philly? I don't care. Yep. Still in Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> uh, remember Jace when the span melted I said down? This one. Do he's remember? with Vancouver.
1: No, he's Jace with Ottawa. Harluck. He's with Ottawa.
2: He is with Ottawa and Jacob McDonald, please don't get this wrong. Still
0: with Colorado.
2: That is correct.
0: That is Stanley cup champion. Jacob McDonald. That is just a
2: sample of the guys that are still on two way deals. Like there, there are several more I'm sure, but like, you know, I, I checked a bunch of guys for this exercise. I think we all had a great time. I think everyone will enjoy. Uh, We can play more. I'll be better at this
0: during the season.
2: We'll do, we'll do some who he played for in the over-unders if we do those. Those will be uh, more irreverent episodes anyway. All right, guys. This is,
0: this is my moon ball full of dice. Check
2: out Jacob's moon ball. Uh, one last thing before we go. We are going to do a fantasy league. And you guys, for listening, you get first dibs. Congratulations. So please DM us if you want to be in our fantasy league. All you got to do is DM us. The DM has to include the words Fantasy League. You can also email us, ptphockey at gmail.com.
1: What's the draft date, TJ?
2: The draft date is the day before the first game of the regular season, which is actually like way before the Panthers start because it's in fucking Europe. It is Thursday, <laughs> October 6th.
1: There is one rule to be in the, dra- in the league. You must, and I repeat, you must... Uh, appear for the draft if you are not ready and letting us know you're in the draft like an hour before we (laughs) will boot you from the league and replace you with a backup like the whole point of this is to you know participate and we're going to you know set up something and do the draft via zoom so we can all like see each other hang out have fun we're going to see if you know jacob tj and i can get together in one place and make it even more of a party but like we want to interact with you guys you know so if you know, you ha- if you're unable to make the draft on Thursday, July, uh, October 6th, then don't sign up for the league. But
2: also maybe sign up for the league. I don't know. But, like, please, if you, if you think you can make it, sign up for the league. There's no fee, which unfortunately means there's no monetary prize. But we will come up with something fun for the we'll,
1: women. We'll find something to give
2: away. Oh, totally. Yeah. There will be yeah. something
0: one year free subscription to the Panther pre
2: podcast. Absolutely. And with that, I think that we can wrap this one up. Final thoughts, everybody.
1: Um, I got a whole bunch of hockey cards that I've picked up over the last few months, Panther cards. So we'll give those away throughout the year.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, I still have a like closet half full of some Panthers swag. So we'll give it away this season if uh, we don't give it away to the fantasy league winner. But yeah, once again, just DM us or email us and you will get first dibs. And for the other I two guys,
0: skywriting,
2: Skywriting's fine. You just got to find where I live. Uh, and for the other two guys, I'm the third guy saying thanks
3: and we'll see you next time. And please rate us five stars in skywriting.
1: Welcome back to Panther Puri, guys. We forgot a few things. We're going to do it real quick. Happy trails and congrats on a fantastic career to three very good defensemen. One of them is a surefire Hall of Famer, Zdeno Chara. Hangs it up after a very long career. Also hanging it up, P.K. Subban, borderline Hall of Famer. And finally hanging it up, longtime Florida Panther, very mercurial player, power play specialist, Keith Yandel, Man until... Uh, Hot dog Phil Kessel takes his, uh, takes his record early in the season, but, you know, congrats to all three of them on a fantastic NHL career. It's kind of interesting that they all retired on the same day. And that's it for this bonus edition of Panther Perrine. Uh
2: One more thing, actually, uh, while we're here, Nathan, <laughs> Can I go McKinnon, to bed? <laughs> Nathan McKinnon signs an eight year deal for 12.6. Alex, you had the tweet, but like, doesn't it feel good to have Barkov at 10 now? Feels pretty good, right?
1: I mean, it always felt good, but the gap between Barkov and McKinnon is not two point six AAV. No, I so don't think so at all. I, I agree. Really good. It used That's to like, be like two hundred thousand.
2: That like is one whole Gustav Forsling. Think about that. And now we're finally done with this episode. Thank you for persisting. Join the fantasy league. Happy trails to those guys, and rate us five stars in the sky. Uh, thanks. Bye.